continuing with applying the rule of yados, these handle statements that we're discussing to other areas of halacha, we've seen how they work in the area of vows, in the area of, we spoke about kiddushin. The Gemara also discusses in today's daf whether there can be a yad litzdaka when it comes to charities. The obvious case, the Gemara mentions, the person says, hadein zuza litzdaka, this coin, this money is for tzedakah, then points to the next coin and says, v'hadein nami, this one also, but it doesn't say this one's also for tzedakah, but it's a carry-on sentence. Of course, he intends for the second coin to be used for tzedakah, for charity, even without saying it explicitly or selling, spelling it out. So a beautiful example of how the concept of Yad works. We can fill in the blank. Of course, he's intending for that to go to tzedakah. The question is, what happens if a person says, Hadain, meaning this second coin, this one, but he doesn't say this one also. So we don't know what he means when he's talking about that second coin. Do we fill in the handle statement, the yad, for him to say he meant to say this one's also for tzedakah, for charity, or he just meant that the coin is for general use, but not necessarily that he's going to give it to tzedakah. So the Gemara ends up not giving a conclusive answer, learning it and leaving it as a suffix, as a doubt. Comes the Ran, quotes the Ramban and the Rashban, the Rishonim, that without a clear halakhic conclusion, we have to say a stringent conclusion and say that this second coin should be, in that case, should be given to tzedakah. Ask the Ran, I don't agree with this. We learn in a Gemaran Chulin, Kufla Medalad Amadalaf, by a case of doubt of the gifts to the poor. Here we're talking about, over there it's talking about Leket, the uncertainty around gifts that were left for the poor. And they go to the poor, as it says over there. And the source for this, and the Gemara over there, is based on the Pasuk and Shmos, Chav Gimel Gimel. There's a quick case of doubt about gifts left for the poor. And it's learned out, this idea of Safek Leket. If we're not sure whether it should go to the poor or not go to the poor, we learn out from the Pasuk, Tzadik Mishalcha Vetenlo. Be righteous with what you have and give it to the poor. But if we didn't have the Pasuk, says the Ran, without that Pasuk, we would apply the regular rules. This is a case of Dine Mamonot. Apply the regular rule of You want this, you have to bring proof that it's yours. Therefore, Safik Mamon Anim, if a case of doubt when it comes to monetary for the needy is going to be treated like any monetary case, which we are lenient. They're going to have to, the onus of the burden of proof is on them. What would the Ramban and the Rashba then say in response? There's an approach to the Birkas of Ram and Masechta who explains, for the Rashba and the Ramban, when it comes to a vow, the doubt is on the hitchaivut element, which means like this. We always ask the following question when there's a vow. Does the nether kick in when a person says committing to something? Does it kick in? Does the vow get off the ground? And if the net, the, the net of the vow does kick in, then the obligation to pay is certain, and it's not in doubt. Therefore, we find that the doubt in a case of vow is whether the vow even gets off the ground. The prohibition itself maybe is not created. Therefore, we hold on this, suffix l'chumra. We go stringently, we act stringently. But in a case of suffix matonos anim, gifts to the poor, there's the suffix, there's the doubt, is on the money itself. Is this money for poor people or not? And as it would be considered... Mamonanim, as would be considered the the money that goes to that goes to the needy, it would carry with it a Torah requirement to give it to 
uh, to give it to a poor person. So the root of the, deba- the doubt is on the money itself, and only through him does the prohibition get decided. Therefore, it's treated like money, and we rule leniently, we say the burden of proof is on that person to show that it, that it should rightfully belong. But the Ryan clearly didn't hold this differentiation between vow and, and the, the gifts to the poor, just straight up, when the mitzvah is to give to another, therefore the mitzvah is the, mitzvah is the money, and therefore we go uh, leniently, the burden of proof is on the person who needs it to show and prove that it's theirs. At the same time, we must be very careful not to wiggle out of any opportunity to give charity, to give tzedakah. The Rambam wrote in his words in Hilchos Matnos Anim in the seventh parak, mitzvah sasili ten tzedakah is a mitzvah to give tzedakah to people who are in need, as much as they need, as much as you're able to give. If you see a poor person who's needy and who's asking for something and you ignore that person, Below Natan stuck and you don't give stuck over below Tasek. That's a transgression of a Torah violation. May we be Zoha to have an open heart to those who are in need.